Hi, it's me, Sarah, and I'm joined by two leaf blowers and an Aaron Duran. Hey! <laughs> no, now that they say it, I can't hear. Oh, yes, I can. Yes. Yeah, they can hear it. Yes, they can. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio, and it is day five of Greg being in CES, and I am joined by, you again. It, did you call it CES? I said CES. Oh, okay. No. And I, I think, well, except for CES is done now. I know that he went out and had uh, party time excellent yeah. last night. Uh, but I'm joined by, again, one of my favorite people, Mr. Aaron Duran. He What's up? Geek in the City and numerous, numerous other projects. So many other fucking projects. So many projects. So many. Well, I'm glad you could take time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out it's, with you me. You know what? I actually had to, so I had to finish a script by today. Like by the middle of today, and I power loaded it yesterday so I could wake up and just prepare for the show and not be stressed Heck out. Yeah, so I helped you in, in turn, like actually finish this. Did and I was that welcome. total Portland douche. I was in a coffee shop in one of the most yes. high end coffee shops in downtown Portland yesterday on my laptop, literally sipping an oat milk latte. Because by the way, I don't drink a lot of milk anymore because it has been like upsetting me. Drinking my fucking oat milk latte while literally finishing a script. I've never had oat milk. What is it? What what is it comparable to? Is it so, like almond milk or does it? What does I it taste like? I actually really like it. Okay, is it creamy? Uh, if you you can, yeah. I buy the. I'm just gonna sound gross. I buy the extra creamy oat milk. Ooh, I get it boy. unflavored because they make a vanilla one. I really like it. I like it more than like whole milk now. Yeah, uh, I wanted to give it a shot because I actually saw it when I went to Winco the other day. Yeah, I'm like, no. What is this oat milk? So yeah, no, it's really good. And apparently, if you, like if you have a gluten issue, it doesn't have any gluten. It doesn't have any soy. Uh, it's got a like way more protein than regular milk. Apparently, it's not as hard because apparently, like almonds are going to destroy the world. Oh, that's too bad because they use up so much water. Like they use like a fuck ton of water to grow. And then apparently, like oh, okay. apparently, like only one kind of bee can pollinate an almond flower. To create the almonds, and those bees are dying off, so they're trying to, like, it's fucked up. That's anyway. horrible. Yeah. Anyway, almond milk's really good. It's delicious. I know. And now no, I not feel kind of bad. Oh, but that then makes oat me milk. The oat milk is what I mean. Oat milk's really good. You should so get some. You can enjoy oat milk guilt-free, because almond milk is killing bees and stealing the Earth's water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before, I'd be like, oh, Aaron, you've turned into better. No, I just started getting sick drinking milk. Yeah. I'm kind of getting worried that I think I might... Slightly be becoming lactose intolerant because every time I have a little bit too much cheese, which is a lot, right? I kind of don't feel very good <laughs> from like which like in the ends. Yeah, just no, just like I feel I get really bloated. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel right. But I thankfully I love cheese it so hasn't much. betrayed me yet. So something happens when milk becomes cheese that I'm fine. You're so lucky. But like any kind of like milk, yeah, no, I have. It, it's not like down there problems. Oh my god. It, <laughs> you're welcome. It just gives me the worst fucking heartburn ever. Oh, that's It's just horrible. awful, awful heartburn. So, so you did not have heartburn yesterday because you were drinking oat milk in your fancy shishi cafe. I was, yeah. Working on a script. Yeah. Push up your glasses and you say script. Okay. Oh, with my, good. did you see these glasses? No, those are good. The fucking Harry Potter floating rims. Oh boy. That I got from one of the most bougie optometrists in town. I, they look very fancy. Oh no, I'm, uh, me of 20 years ago is disgusted by me of now. Oh, well, you, you of 20 years ago should be proud of you because now you can afford No, he sold things. out. That's why he's all mad at him right now. He's <laughs> well, like, remember when you used to just drink fucking PBRs and fucking I can still get you to drink under, a PBR every once in a yeah. while. But, I mean, I think that 20 years ago you would probably be proud that, you know, this new you can afford all these nice things and that, that you well, do have yeah, deadlines yeah, yeah. and that I know you have a lot of different projects you've been working on and for the love of God if you can't hear the leaf blowers I'm very sorry I will stop talking about them but they are definitely no you here. can hear them that's all you can hear I'm pretty sure you can hear them it is just two dudes out there standing next to each other oh wait Sarah you need to, tur- you need to turn off the 
You, you haven't paused the... <laughs> no, you haven't... Now you have three podcasts running in the background. I'm looking at it right now. You need to hit pause on both of them, not cue. I think it's recording from the... Well, mother of fuck. Uh, we'll find out. I guess we will. Well, hi, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm joined here with Aaron Duran. Oh, my God. It's not like I've been doing this, you know, for more than half of my life. What is going on? You have been, because uh, I met you in... Did we Early meet in 2001 2000s. or 2002? 2002. 2002 is yeah. when I met you, so... Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing this a long time. Yeah, we're going almost two decades of knowing each other. Wait, so if I... If I am recording from the board, then it shouldn't be picking up the live stream, If right? it's coming right from the board, you should be fine. Oh, my gosh. The recording is going from the board? Yes. Then you're good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am an idiot. Anyway, so Aaron <laughs> yeah. has a bunch of projects that he's been working on. Yeah, and like Some that, you can talk about, some you can't. Mostly so, you can't, right? Mostly I can't. The only one I can talk about is one that I am going to self-publish, and I mean, maybe somebody will buy it. Um, but it's, it's kind of like, it's my modern... It's it's a modern take for me on the uh, La Llorona myth. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm kind of unfamiliar with that. Can you tell me? So what La Llorona is, is uh, she's a it's a Mexican folklore uh, horror story. La Llorona is the, it's the weeping woman, and there are many versions of her, but the va- yeah. the main version is that she was this peasant woman who had kids, and she fell in love with like a Spanish nobleman, um, and he was like, I you know I'm going to leave my wife for you. You are my dream. Blah blah blah. But he tells her like, but I don't want your kids. Like, we're going to have her. And so she fucking drowns. The story is she drowns her kids. Oh, jeez. And when she goes to him and says, okay, we can be together, he's like, I will never be with a woman who could kill her own kids. You disgust me. So she drowns herself. So she commits oh suicide. And in the myth, La Llorona um, comes out of the water and drags kids, trying to trying to get her own back. She drags kids and drowns them. Well, um, that's terrifying. So, yeah, I'm doing a version of that. And there was a really... <laughs> a happy version? No. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. It's her trying to trying to get her kids back through like in the happy in the happy version it's now the modern era mm-hmm. and she can assume human form and she's trying to atone for her sins by she becomes an FBI agent who specializes in missing kid cases hoping that one day if she saves enough like she can get her own kids out of hell all right that's an interesting spin i like yeah, it be fun that's really cool yeah we'll see how it goes all right so you're doing and then you have some other things in the works that you've been i have two on. more in the works uh both have now been purchased by publishers uh they will not be out for at least a year the thing that's creepy and again sounds like so fucking like wanky is one of them's already being shopped by uh studios in in la that is so cool yeah so we'll see how it goes. So you will let us know as soon as you can. Yeah. To talk about. Oh yeah, things. no. You'll, you'll. It will be. You guys like Aaron. Shut up. Okay, we get it. <laughs> no, like I want you to. Come you're trying to sell stuff. It. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> no, you've been working a long time at this. <laughs> yeah, you one shot. <laughs> so Aaron, I know because it's kind of it's kind of torture because I'm like, can we talk about your stuff? It's like, yeah, you could. I can talk about that. I'm doing it, but I can't really talk about the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. But you're still also doing Geek in the City. Yep. Every every Wednesday we're gone. I am in year 15 this year. Dang. Uh. So yeah, the podcast has been going for 15 years. Uh, the, it doesn't really a blog anymore, but I guess I've been doing that for. No, that is the 15 years. Okay, yeah, okay. 15 years. Yeah, so that's still going strong. Uh, every Wednesday night, I really want to change the night of the show. On Wednesdays. Yeah, I don't want to do Wednesdays anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's that's like nice. ideally, I'd love to have the show be on Monday nights, Monday evenings. Well, I'm sure that you could. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it? it's getting yeah. schedules and stuff to sync up. Yeah, totally. That's the other hard thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we first started the show, however many years ago, we picked Wednesday because back then nothing happened in this town on Wednesdays. But now everything happens. Everything on happens town. on Wednesdays. Everything. <laughs> yeah, we don't go to anything ever. 
So you kind of so, want to change that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, play around a little bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I know that Aaron, uh, when I had asked him to come on the show, he also was telling me that he had been researching some interesting stories for us to talk I about. I did, yeah. The minute you tell me, like, you want to come on the show and talk about weird shit? I'm like, yes. Um, Because, yes, you know, I, I love it. And Aaron was telling me a couple of things before the show. He didn't quite tell me exactly what the stories were, but I'm kind yeah. of bummed that I didn't see them first because I would totally have wanted that oh, one you want... for World of Crazy. All right. So I want to hear, like... Okay, which one do you want? Um, Do you want the real estate one? Or do you want the, yes, the fortune teller one? Yes, because I had a weird well, real estate real thing estate happen ones, yesterday. Okay, kinda. why don't you tell me one of your tell me one of the real estate? Okay, ones. one first off on, from sh- the show you had with Rick yeah. uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a haunted house listing. It's basically really? like someone mines RMLS and then cross references them with uh, historic hauntings, and that they post them here. They're like, "Would you like to live in a haunted house?" That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I did get to see. So since you know, since I'm a realtor. You get to go and tour houses sometimes that are off the market. Yeah. Um, you know, but before they, like they go on the market, and I've been able to see like a couple like big mansions. <sighs> what? There's that one. So there's this one. It's sold. It's in Southeast Portland. It's a it's an historic building. Yeah. That I got to go see, and it had the creepiest vibes. Which, in where it. is it? It was the one. It's on. Well, I guess I can say because I, I, I was legally there. Like yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's sold now. So I yeah. mean, it is off the market now. Um, it was up on 39th, uh, right between Division and Hawthorne. It was on uh, not Tibbetts, but oh, I know that one. You know, when it has like the turret. It has a turret. It looks like at one time it could have been like a captain's house because yep. they used to put a they used to put a ship a weather vane on top. Yep. So there's that, and then it has like a guest house. So I was able that to house go is and, for sale all the time. Yeah. So it it just sold. So I mean, it sold and they built up a fence. So I mean, it looks like someone's putting some money into it. But I mean, that house was pretty incredible, and I got to wander around and look at it. But I went down into the basement because I was by myself in there. Yeah. And I, I turned the corner of the basement. And as soon as you know, when you just turn a corner and there's just like that cold feeling. And I was like, oh, yeah. I need to get the fuck out of here. Like as soon as I was just like, there's something. And, and it's coming. It's going to follow you. And I bolted. I just bolted up the stairs because I'd been wandering around the house. Like it was fine, fine, fine until I got to the basement. I'm like, oh. were you by yourself completely in the house mm-hmm. or with other realtors wandering around? I was by myself completely. Because that'd almost be worth it sometime if it's like, God, do they do like mass showings where realtors all kind of show up at once and look yeah, at and they it? have like brokers tours and stuff. Okay, yeah. so next time if it's a creepy old house, you should do it. At, like especially if you know like this is so out of my league, like some some other fucking. Oh yeah, I know, around. and it's like it's a two million dollar house. Yeah, no one's gonna buy <laughs> it. So like wander around, but like wander off on your own, and then like do something and like just freak, and, like like even like put some paint on yourself, and make it look like like something. Oh happened my god, to you. because that's how I'm gonna be accepted. And then just and then just <laughs> run out like ah! and just run out and never come back. Oh my god. But that's how you start it. Okay, that's how you start your that here's your bit, here's your gimmick to my, get more. Oh my god. That and then cuz then you create like a video series of like and that day changed me completely when I realized that my services could not only help sell homes but help reunite souls. Oh. And you could become So I could be the realtor to to the afterlife. Yeah, you could become like this could become a fucking travel channel show, paranormal realty. Ooh. The X Factor. That's Ooh. what you call it. This house has the X Factor. I'm looking at Paranormal Realty. Oh, okay. Well, there's, a, there's a Paranormal Society of Paranormal Realty in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, wait. There it is. See? And they're called PAPS. <laughs> but you start, you could get like, oh, wow. you should start getting like crystals. And as you're showing a house, like kind of like on a pendulum. Like sage it? Like give no, don't sage own, it because no, that might it. get rid of it. Oh, that's no, true. You're a tra- you want people that want to be able to help the ghosts out on their, you're not the person that helps ghosts travel on. You facilitate the living with the dead so they can link up together. Um, I'm bummed. So I'm looking at this, Aaron. It says, like, look, Paps. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
says, we offer a service to give the buyer and seller peace of mind. The service covers investigation of the location, documentation of evidence, and an official letter stating haunted or not haunted. Yeah, see? From Paps. Do that here. I should totally do that. You could here. do like you could. Add, I mean, we've done enough ghost. Like you can add like five percent to your commission. Oh my gosh! Be like, like that's your that's the ghost commission. So if they want, <laughs> this is my ghost commission. Yeah. Like if they want it to stay or if they want it to go, or whatever. Like you're yeah. like okay, here's my package. Just how much? Like, this is how much my commission is. I also have this commission because I have other skills. Oh, that's good because that does you know make you a little stand out a little bit more mm-hmm. if you do have some special skills. Yeah. So, I could be the so you walk person. around with like a crystal on a pendulum, and as you're touring the house, as it starts to sway, you're like, "Oh, oh, maybe this room." My, Let's go. Like you I used let, to have one you of let those. the crystal guide you and the potential <gasps> buyer. That's the like whatever way it sways, that's the path. You like, oh, the spirits are guiding us. My Not. hippie aunt used to. Um, she gave me one of those when I was younger, and it used to freak me out because you like ask it a question, and it goes right for yes, and, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah. left for no. So I had this purple one on the thing, and it would just start moving by itself. That was my mom was not happy that she gave that's, it to me. I'm telling you, that's money. Yeah, that actually is not a bad idea because mm-hmm. I do need to find. I want to because clearly I'm not like a classy. I'm not a garbage person, but I'm not like the classiest of ladies no, who's, and, who's you know clicking around in stilettos. Like, right? I feel like I could. I do have a service I could bring to the people as a realtor. And I do feel like in this town we already have like there's already a slight amount of like like the punk real estate because mm-hmm. I know I've seen like real estate agents that like we cater to like strippers because they only like they have a lot of cash but they don't have a lot of like so they're like this is yep. what this is what we focus on. You do the paranormal one. Oh, because Portland is an old old city. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, actually, so I went, I was showing. And as someone who actually believes in ghosts, mm-hmm. we'll believe anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. You give it a good enough story. Uh, I was showing houses yesterday, actually, to a client. Um, doesn't that sound so fancy? It does. It's good. That. No, no, and uh, she's a really nice person. And so we went and looked at a few houses. We looked at, like, one condo, and there was a house that she was really um, liking, but then there was a fixer-upper in the middle that we were going to go look at. Yeah. So, you know, when things say fixer-upper, like, you don't really know how much of a fi- When it says fixer-upper, it's... Oh, it means a shithouse. It's a shithole, yeah. yeah. So went there, and I didn't realize, like, how big of one it was. So we went in, and this this woman I was with is, you know, she's very proper. Yeah. And it was, it was terrifying. It felt like I was walking into the basement, from, you know, with all the little trees hanging from seven. It was <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, there yeah. was just mold everywhere. So this was the you keep waiting for thing. a puppet to come out and say like I would like to play a game. That's exactly it. like hear the yeah. So the bathroom it looked like they had somehow like I took a picture of the bathtub. It looked like they had somehow like handcrafted the bathtub out of like putty <laughs> and like you know a pencil to try and like draw in the bricks. Right. So for this particular one, the pictures didn't do it justice for how terrible it was. So I had to write the agent. Yeah, because it says, like, please send courtesy text to um, – because sometimes it's vacant and you can just go in. Sometimes you have to have courtesy text. Sometimes you have to sure. have an appointment. And this one says, you know, please send text for appointment. So I wrote to the person who was representing it. And I was like, hi, I wanted to see if I could show this to a client around, like, 3-ish. And she's like, yes. She's like, and please can you send me feedback when you come back? I would appreciate it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like on the visit or how the house looks? Like I think on how the house looks because okay. a lot of times agents when like maybe if something isn't moving or like they just want to see like what it seems like from the outward perspective. Okay. So since I am still a little new, I'm not quite exactly sure how I'm supposed to do that. So we walked in, looked at the place. I mean, she was the, the woman I was Is showing. Is this the one you posted pictures of? No, or I didn't. you posted the You actually couldn't. It? That one already sold. Oh, and, that's right. Okay. And you couldn't even go into there without signing a waiver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like basically showing that you were willing to pay for, willing to buy it. Right. So this one though, I didn't know that it was in as bad a shape as it is because it's definitely like 
you know, it, it's a good location. It's it's centrally located in the southeast. So I went in and, you know, and we go into the kitchen and everything's falling apart. Every window is boarded. There don't, you know, no trespassing signs. Yeah. It is, it's a mess. And So then is it, it a mess because it's like old or because like whoever lived there before like trashed it? Old and neglect and trashed a little bit. Um, okay. It just seems untouched. Like it didn't seem like a junky house. It didn't have like any spray paint or anything in there. It just seemed like squalor. It was really like it's been in the elements for so long, and there's no one there to ever take care. Yeah, of. it smelled like going into somebody's houses that house that had been boarded up for like ten years. It was just okay. very musty, like not yeah. really like a stench of like anything decaying. Really, it was just like very musty and very old. Okay. Um, and then we went into the kitchen, and there was rat poop everywhere. Sure. Yeah. So. And then, you know, so my client's pointing it out, and I'm like, yeah, that's something. And there's a basement, and we're both like, oh, hell no. We're not going into the basement. Right. So we end up leaving. And so the, it's where they keep the Necronomicon. Yeah, I'm not going down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> someone hitting the thing. Um, and then so the so after I finished showing it, you know, because when you log in and log out to the lockbox, they can tell. And so she's like, oh, so can I get your feedback? So I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. Because, like, what am I supposed to say about something, like, that I'm like, well... Okay, just like the layout there. Like, does it? Do you think it maybe has like the skeleton of a good house? If someone had the money no. and the time, no, no. So it's like not even something like. You but could restore. it is pitched as if. I mean, maybe I'm not a builder, but it didn't seem like it was. It seemed like it was kind of on its last legs, but in the thing, it was kind of written up as if like it's a fixer upper, like you know, you know, take some time and make it shine, la yeah. la la. But I mean, it was pretty. So I didn't know what to say, and I think I made her mad. Because I didn't know what to write. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to be honest. Like, what am I supposed to say? Because she said feedback. Like, so I wrote back. I'm like, hi, yeah. So this seems to be, um, I'm like, thanks for the appointment. This seems to be more of a fixer-upper than the client's looking for. And I'm like, as for feedback, it looked like there was fresh rat feces in the kitchen. Okay, that might not have been the best way to approach it. I didn't know what to say because she asked for feedback. And then she wrote, Thanks. And I'm like, was that mean? I didn't know. Well, like, I mean, you weren't lying. I wasn't trying to like disparage her because she had asked me for feedback, and then I feel you're like, like I, the poop was fresh. It was fresh. I'm like, so if you're <laughs> trying to sell this as if like somebody moving in, I'm like, just to let you know, there's a pest issue, right? Along with everything else, I just didn't know what feedback was supposed to be, and then I think I made her mad. I like, mean, what, I don't know what, what you, would you assume that feedback would mean? Like, if you go into a house, I mean, that's what I, I it would be like. You know, it's more of a fixer upper than the client wants. Uh, Personally, I think this might be a harder sell because it's the house is very beat up. Yeah, I know, and she's and like, maybe spit it as like. And this. I recognize her name too. Like I've seen her name on like benches and billboards and stuff. So this is a this is somebody who's known. Like okay. she's so like now I'm afraid I like pissed off the real estate mafia because I accidentally <laughs> said that there were there's rat poop in the kitchen. I just thought maybe she might want to know in case like you know somebody does come in and they're like, oh, this is a project I want. I'm like, well, there's an active. Rat nest. There's poop all over the counter. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, clearly something. But then she she seemed upset about it. I mean, it, it was one know. of those places that you could be like, you know what? This could be a good investment for someone who was willing to, like, I don't know how big the property was. Like, it could be, it could be like, divided and you could put two smaller Yeah, I homes. mean, it was a decent-sized property. And it's a good location. It's just the house itself was a It little... could be one of those things. Like, I don't know if it's something that could be fixed up, but with someone who wants to invest, the house could be raised Divide the property, build yeah. two smaller houses. I know, and like, see, but since I'm a newbie, I'm not going to tell her. Like, I didn't know what like I was supposed to say back because she clearly is established, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. So I just said what I saw. Eh, you were fine. Okay, because I'm afraid now there's a black mark on me, a pox on me. 
because then I you haven't. You should start ghost real estate then. Fuck it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just be zen with it. And I'm sorry that I pointed out that there was poop. I think that's. I thought that was the most relevant thing that I could say. <laughs> I mean, and then I felt like I mean, such opening, an I mean, opening with poop is strange. No, I didn't open with poop. I said it's more of a fixer upper than my clients looking for. on the for. show in years. I know. Oh my god. You're like, hey, Aaron's on. I just wanted to get your assessment because I didn't know what, and then I, I didn't think I did anything wrong, but it made me feel kind of icky. I mean, you're fine. Okay. I think you're fine. All right. Well, tell me what. Or you're, you're blacklisted real- completely, and you're gonna have to have another job. I know. It's fine. I'm doing my best. You think? I mean, the only thing you got left is yoga instructor. I'm not limber enough for that. Plus, I really like real estate. Like, I think I'm good at it. It's just, I just don't know the, the social. Yeah. I don't well, know Vicky what I'm just said. To... Maybe she's mad. You're the only person who ever told her the truth. Other people might have said like, "Oh yeah, no, it's got this and the potential here," and you're like, There's "Fucking rat poop in it." Yeah. So she's I mean, like, oh, the other people lied to me. Because other people could, like, you could clean up the stuff and fix the windows and everything. But if there's active rat poop, I, I figured that's something that you'd want to know. Right. So I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe she hates me. But at least I thought. I think you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, yes, maybe I'll go for my paranormal pal. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. All right. Here's the other little bit of real estate news. Please tell me. So you know who Aleister Crowley is, right? Yeah. Apart from being a line in Ozzy Osbourne's song. Yes. Like, you know. He was like a poet and like. And also thought he was like a mage. Like, yeah. He was considered the most wicked man in the world. He's the great beast. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name from Led Zeppelin? Like bought his house. Because he was kind of like. Jimmy Page bought his house. He wasn't more. Was he like into witchcraft or something? He was really into just fucking a lot of people and he worked it around <laughs> like a like a secret like mystical society. But he was creepy and weird and everyone basically thought like he was going to usher in the Antichrist. He was actually a real good at like theatrics. He was also like hella racist as they all were. Oh boy. Um, anyway, this couple bought, and by the way, his house is on Loch Ness. Are you serious? Oh yeah, no. That's it, like, awesome. he, like He just goes all the way in. So I think a couple bought it. A few years ago, they bought the house. And then a few months later, parts of the house caught on fire. And they blamed it was evil spiritual energy or whatever. They still own the property. Okay. But to help make some money back, they are now selling charred remains of Aleister Crowley's house <laughs> that you can buy because on. you can sell anything. You can buy it on eBay right now. How much is it going for? Okay. Does so, it say? So, okay. So, you, they have the buy me now function. For 49 British pounds, which is about 63 U.S. And how big of a chunk is it? Uh, a quart-sized Ziploc sandwich bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, literally, that's what it is. Um, you were comes... so right in saying that that would be something that Rick Oh, Emerson Rick would be would all like. over that. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, here it is. This is the eBay listing. Uh, first off, 100% of the proceeds actually go to restoring the house. It is a historical house. Okay. Just well, owned, that's good. owned by the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, it you says go. you are purchasing one stone of up to 400 grams and one bag of charcoal remains from the fire of July 31st, 2019 from Bullskin House. This package comes with a certificate of authenticity. As per the photograph, each order will be one stone, one bag of charcoal remains, and one certificate. Oh, now is that something All, you'd want in your home? Yes. You would? Yes. Even if you think he's evil? Yeah. No, Totally. Okay, would you put it into like a little box like Annabelle? Um, like keep it in a keep it in a home? Oh, you know what I would do? It'd be even more fucked up. I would put a Ouija planchette in the bag of charcoal to keep it charged. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then have a seance and always have it like, you know, on a little pedestal. Ready to go, you never know. Yeah. I'm surprised that you're not getting this. Actually. I just saw the story this morning. Yeah. Look, I'm not rolling in it, man. Sixty-three bucks for a bag of ash is still kind of hard to justify. That, you could probably spend that elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I buy dumb, dumb stuff. 
But all the ch- all the proceeds go, and it's a registered charity. So in, what you would be UK. doing though is like actually helping rebuild the house, which is quite charitable. It is, yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so well, there you go. If you want to buy a little bit of Aleister Crowley's house, uh, when the devil burned part of it, yeah. uh, you or you know an electrical fire or something, or the devil. Or the devil. For fuck's sake, it or was the devil. it was most likely Actually, why would the, the devil, devil burn part of Aleister Crowley's house? I don't know, because isn't were, he doing the devil's bidding? Yeah, they were mates. Yeah. If they're pals. It means God burned it. God was smiting him. Yeah. <laughs> Sent down Gabriel. Oh, all right. Well, what was the real estate story number two? Because I have to go get... That was just the real... There was like haunted listings. Okay. That was That's it. what the one... Yeah, that's the only one thing here. And that's the one that I think I want to focus on. I think there's something to that. Because I really do find it interesting because going into so many houses, you get to you get the feelings. and You should just do like a random social media post and be like, hey, friends, what would your thoughts be on like just, – just, just, Oh, just like a baiting one? Yeah. I mean, would you get in trouble for like showing houses that you believe to be haunted? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, not without permission. I mean, do they have like a bar? It's like real estates have the same thing as like the bar, right? Yeah. But it's not the bar. I mean, yeah, you can't mislead anybody and you can't like say something that isn't true. And plus, since there is no way to prove that. Yeah. I mean, see? you could say, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of gray area around there, that. That's the way go for it. I know. It's the same reason why this is kind of related, why Clyde and I used to be able to play swear words when we were doing reverse speech. Uh-huh. Because – if the FCC find you, that meant the court had to acknowledge that reverse speech was a real thing, and the court refused to ever do it. I love loopholes. Yeah. We need to do another ghost investigation. Don't you remember? I'm ready to go. At the 10-year anniversary got, party, Greg said that he would be willing to go again. And I've got all new equipment. Really? Yeah, I've got my own Ouija board that a witch gave me because <laughs> it's bright neon with bats. And she's like, this is probably for you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. It's pretty cool, actually. That sounds pretty amazing. It's like a neon bat Ouija board. It looks cool. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. It glows in black lights because of the paint they use. (laughs) Perfect. It's it's wonderful. Well, I think we're definitely going to have to do it again. Okay. Because it's been been like six years. What, since you did it last time? Yeah. Yeah. It's been way too long. And he chickened out. We didn't do everything. No. Yeah. No. We got to go all out. No, you got to go into like the crawl space thing and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. I want to leave him alone in the crawl space. You know how they do like in Ghost Adventures? <laughs> just abandon him they, in oh, the crawl They'll space. send like Aaron Goodwin into a room with like a like the EVP or whatever and they like yeah. just leave him there for two hours. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, in the dark. He doesn't get any light. That's what I want to do to him. You just want to torture Greg. And just have him hold a conversation and then see what we get back. For two hours? Yeah. All right. Oh, we'll would... be investigating other parts too, but he'll be up there. Yeah. No, I would... I am well behind you. Yeah, sticking and if there's any the listeners too hours. that like want their place investigated, I'll totally do it. Uh, yeah, if you think your place is haunted, our show I'm, will do I'm it. I'm piggybacking. Geek in the City's mentioned it before. Yeah, all like, right, we, we'll team up. Yeah. Oh, super podcast forces combined. Paranormal Voltron. Ooh. Yeah. So if you think your house is haunted, or if you have access to a place that you believe is haunted, yeah, we want to go and exploit that. Yeah. And uh, come and By the way, we're not going to get rid of it. We might make it worse. <laughs> we could actually stir things up a mm-hmm. bit. All right. Well, I think our guest might be here. Okay. Um, so today, um, I'm lucky enough to not be joined by not one but two of my buddies. So right. um, Jason Lamb, who you know, who is, uh, who is one of the creators of the Portland Podcast Festival. Um, him and Aaron also are buddies as well. Yeah, no. And uh, apparently he had a meeting to go to today and blew out the front of his pants. Yeah, we should ask how his crotch is doing. I think we should definitely do that. All right, so he is actually here, so I'm going to go run downstairs and get him, and we'll be right back. Yay! With more fun of Radio. Dot com. Oh, this isn't live. Oh, it's live. Oh, okay. 
No, you've been, everyone heard you taunting us about not being grown-ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> they already know what's going on. Hey, at least my pants stayed together today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friends. We are back. Uh, I, of course, am with Aaron Duran here on Fun Employment Radio, and we are now joined by the lovely oh. Jason Lamb. Lovely. The, the extremely grown-up. Jason Lamb, how are you today? I'm doing all right. You know, we were talking just off the (laughs) air um, about who's a grown-up and who's not in the room here today, and uh, I I take it to the listeners. I mean, you know, I know you may not know me, but you don't have to if your options are the other two. You know, this is correct. And then I was like, like a little kid, like, no, I am. Like, no, I'm not. What am I doing? No, I don't need to fight it. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, what what necessitates grown-uppity? I mean, all my bills get paid on time. Mine do too. Okay, you might be the <laughs> you uh, might be the biggest grown up. <laughs> I actually have like. Well, never mind. I'm gonna say that. Oh no, I have like like I have investments. Like I have adult oh. shit. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even competing in this. I. You left me way behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing my neighbor's internet. So the difference is that the difference is I do all that with money from like Star Trek. So it's like oh. weird. So it's perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jason, you get the best of both wor- best of both worlds. That's awesome. Which but is a you really good episode of Star Trek. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but Jason just uh, joined us from a meeting that you had this morning. Yes. How did that? How did everything go? Oh, was it was a, fine. It was, was it a blowout? It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, <laughs> I love how honest you are on the internet. Quite like I really do. It makes me happy. Like you, you are a good. You're a good interneter. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, a couple of years ago, I really kind of decided, you know, to, like, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. I, you know, I might as well just put it all out there. And all my <laughs> stuff is public. I, I, you know, I have a, a big grown-up job and stuff, but, and you, you know. you have no shits to give. You're good. Yeah, but all my stuff is public, and, you know, so if somebody comes across something and they want to fire me, I, please. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, please. Go for it. Um, I like, you, know, you are who you are and you make no apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be more honest with myself and, and, um, a byproduct of that is I'm, <laughs> I'm honest with the world, I guess, <laughs> whether they want it or not. Um, but yeah, I, uh, so I, sur- I suffered a wardrobe malfunction that I was not, uh, anticipating, apparently. I'm not sure when it happened, but, uh. Did somebody rip a panel off of your shirt and show your nipple? No. <laughs> no, I, if only. If only. No, I was, I'm heading a, into a business meeting. I realized the pants that I was wearing, uh, they're, they're ripped at the crotch. Oh, no. So, um, so you just hope the table's really wide and you just kind of, like, hide the, hide the thigh under just your cross yeah, legs. Yeah. You relax like this meeting, you're like, no, no, I can't. Yeah, exactly. Or the hopeless, the sweater that I'm uh, wearing is long enough to, uh. Now, are you, are you a blurter? Like, did you say anything about the pants, or did you just keep it to yourself and just go uh, go about no, the meeting? No, no, I didn't realize until after I had the the, the pants on this morning. So, um, <laughs> um, you know, so I, you know, I just went with it. That's when I know? I have to tell you, like, tape is your best friend oh. from the inside. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've, okay. I've I have ripped pants before. Well, you know, it's never a good feeling. So from on the front, that that's better. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Because generally speaking, people aren't you know looking down there, you know, unless they want to. Like, oh, I'm, I think it's on. yeah. I think probably for you know a, a masculine man, that, that's probably better than you know. Yeah, having it in the back. But I guess you know, it just goes to show you shouldn't get work pants at the dollar store. I won't do that anymore. You know, no. Uh, that shows that you've never been to the dollar store. No, you know they don't have pants there. They don't have pants at the dollar store. No. no. They get, Goodwill. I'm wearing good. So I, I have to cater waiter later today. Okay. So I am cater waiter later. And I'm wearing <laughs> my pants from Goodwill, uh, which are uh, garbage. 
So yes, that's what you did. <laughs> so if you ever reference that again, said that you got your trash pants at Goodwill. <laughs> I can't get I can't get pants at Goodwill that fit me. Oh yeah, these ones don't because fit. fat people yeah. do not ever give away clothes; they just blow them out. <laughs> I won't be able to get Goodwill pants until I hit a 38 waist. So I got a couple sizes to go still. No. That's have, just the rule. They don't have? No. I mean, it's super rare if you find, like, real big, like, big waist pants at the Goodwill. Okay, unless they're, like, stretchy. Yeah, unless they're stretchy. Yeah. One thing I can tell you, though, is don't buy uh, workout shorts from Grocery Outlet. <laughs> they have those at Grocery Outlet? Oh, yeah. Sometimes Grocery Outlet gets clothes, and it's wonderful. Oh. I do love I mean, I did get a good two, deal. I, I did get my two ninety nines worth out of them, so I really shouldn't complain. Um, my favorite is Gen X clothing <laughs> for my like dollar shirts. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah you, you guys are big uh, Gen X. I love folks. it. You can find like all different kinds of T-shirts and pants. I mean, they'll fall apart, but they're still great. Mm. They exist for the moment. You can get things screen printed on shirts. Oh okay, yeah, yeah it's true. It's oh. a one-stop shop. I have to check that out. There you go. You know, grocery outlet though. Um, uh, one thing you shouldn't buy condoms there. I don't think I've never seen condoms sold there. Yeah, ever. Would yeah. they sell condoms at grocery outlet? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't know. Look, I'm always going to have a soft spot for them. They were my first job in high school. Oh. So I'm always going to have like a soft spot for them. And I respect their jingle because every time anyone says grocery outlet, all I hear is bargain market. market. Yeah. <laughs> and that's solid. Like whoever wrote that jingle, like they did a good job. Yeah. They did their job. And they do like wine tasting Wednesdays. And if you get like a six pack, they knock their 10% off. And you can buy wines for like $5 a bottle there. Oh, yeah. Grocery outlet's wow. pretty dope, man. Well, yeah, because yeah. the one that was close into town ended up closing, and now it's like the Winco, I think, or something, isn't it? No, there's one, in, uh, there's one, in, there's one in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh! Over, right over by Trader Joe's. Oh, it used to be the value. They take over the Value Village building, so. Yeah. I miss the Value Villages. That's mm. They're gone now, aren't they? Yeah. Mm, those are my favorite. Yeah, that's a bummer. All right, well, I digress. So uh, Jason is not only busy with meetings and splitting his pants. Yeah. He also, congratulations, <laughs> because today you're celebrating um, your five-year anniversary with Minority Retort. Yes, thank you so much, yeah. uh, Minority Retort, the show that I host, the stand-up comedy show I host, even though I'm not a comedian. I, look, I can't explain it. I don't know But I want you to explain it, Jason. Um, but, uh, you don't yes. have to be funny to host it. That's true, and, and oftentimes <laughs> I am not. <laughs> you can ask anybody but you're that is attended. Like, you're not scared I to get up I wouldn't even say that stage. either. <laughs> I'm not even sure why I'm doing it, but um, yeah, so uh, Minority Retort, the uh, People of Color stand-up comedy show that we've been doing here uh, in Portland for five years, celebrating five years this month uh, of doing it. We're having a show tonight at the Siren Theater at 8 p.m., and uh, we have an awesome lineup of comedians. Uh, We have a headliner coming in from Los Angeles, uh, Madison Shepard, who's uh, been on Comedy Central, and uh, she's working on a show on Amazon, and uh, she's got a stand-up comedy album out called uh, Good Night. Silver Lake Lounge. Um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and she was just with us up at Tacoma Comedy Club last night, and she was uh, was awesome. And uh, we're going up to Seattle tomorrow uh, for a regular spot up there. And um, yeah, but she's so, going to be here tonight. So she's going up to Seattle after this. And yeah. then are you going? Is it going to be yeah, my- Minority Retort? We do a show regularly up in Seattle, and you uh, do it at the Thai restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my sister used to live right down the street from there, and oh, we really? would get Thai. Re- thai- that is like some of the best Thai in Seattle, okay. by the way, too. Well, I I haven't had the food. I just show up for the. I show up for the comedy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the comedy is where it's at, of course. It's so much better than the type. Actually, it's a really, really great room for comedy. Um, they, they have a really nice venue there. Yeah, that um, back area? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen karaoke there. back there, too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, but tonight we have uh, a great lineup of uh, comedians, and including Madison, and we also have a very uh, special musical guest, uh, Freemason Jar, who uh, is one of my favorite bands in town, ta- my favorite band in town. And, I like uh, that name. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, they're going to open and close the show, and uh, really, really excited about so it. So this is at the Siren Theater. At the Siren Theater. Okay, which is tonight. a really cool 
yeah, space. Yeah, love the Siren Theater. You know, we in our five years, we've been around to a couple of different venues in town, and, um, you know, we've had good relationships with them all, but uh, but the Siren Theater really feels like home uh, yeah. to us, so uh, they always make it really, really easy for us to do the show, and so... Yeah. That's cool. Pleased to have it there. So do you, um, when you're doing these and you're doing like consistent shows, do you guys all carpool together up to Seattle? Is that um, one big happy family and, no, and no, a minivan? No, no one wants to ride with me. Um, <laughs> 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 no one, Why no. are you a terrifying driver? I, 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 think, I'm a, I think I'm a great driver. Um, I think I could really could drive for NASCAR, to be honest with you. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think that makes you a great driver. That just makes you, you a really fast driver. Oh, that's no, what I meant then. They're good drivers. <laughs> Like, I suppose so, until they're not. It's hard to drive fast and not crash. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's a a valid point. (laughs) Yeah, man. I I, I hate driving here. I I haven't really been driving that long, um, but I I figure like I've... What? What? What do you mean you haven't been driving very long? Oh, I came to driving very late in life. I didn't start driving until I was 36. It's like 20 oh. years ago? <laughs> pretty, actually, pretty close. I, know. <laughs> sadly, I forgot. Sadly, as soon as I was close. saying that, I'm like, wait, I think Jason's old. Like you're, I think you're older than you look, and you do not look very old. Well, that's kind of also what I meant by being the grown-up in the room. I actually literally am the grown-up in the room. <laughs> I, I, I do uh, qualify for AARP at this point, uh, and I don't think you're the one of you do. They send um, that shit out earlier and earlier now. Oh, yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so what is that? Uh, 50. Okay. I think 50. Yeah. Is it 50? I think so. Well, I mean, I'm not – I mean – what? That's what I am. So, yeah. You know. Oh, that's yeah. you. You're looking wonderful, and you're still like successful and doing everything. Successful. That you want to. Hmm. That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> if you need to do, if you you need to do yourselves a favor and follow Jason on um, social media because he is, even though he says he's not funny and not a comedian, he is one of the funniest people. Yeah. Because uh, he is very honest. Thank you. Like about splitting his pants and everything. And yet, you never like any of my posts. I keep I track. I see them. <laughs> Oh my God. You never like any of mine, I don't think. Oh, I, I, I blocked you, though. <laughs> Thank so that's you. different. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so do you still do uh, also your, your show on Fridays? Yes. So I also... Because uh, you had Aaron on that show before. Yes, yes. And yeah. A couple uh, times. Yeah, yeah, you've been on a yeah, couple yeah. times. Uh, so we also do a mi- Minority Retort uh, radio show on X-Ray FM uh, Friday mornings at 840, uh, where we interview people of color, uh, guests who are... Involved in the, in some creative um, uh, endeavors, mm-hmm. um, we've had writers um, uh, like such as Aaron, um, comedians, artists, you know, actors, um, a lot of different uh, different guests that we have had on over. I think we've been doing that for about three years uh, over there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's oh, really so you did that this that. morning. Did that this morning, and Madison was our was our guest for that uh, as well. Oh, that's oh, so she's already in town. Oh, uh, yeah, she actually stayed up in, in Seattle. Um, a little bit of a uh, phoner. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, radio terminology. There, no, see, you got it. That's a phoner for you. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, it's very. The phoners are usually. I I prefer to have people in the studio when yeah, I can. It's a I hate dynamic. The, I hate the delay because usually, yeah. especially like if the connection's bad, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of still too hard. Like, uh, the, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, I'm, no, no, go, you, go yeah. ahead. You go. Yeah. What? Plus, I naturally talk like that anyway, and so it's, it's kind of hard <laughs> to, to make it a natural-sounding conversation when uh, someone's on the phone. But uh, um, You are an intense talker. We've worked together. I? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good thing because okay. you, you say what you mean, and you don't hide your emotions well, didn't so I can tell like, if some things. Didn't sound like a good thing. But... No, God, you're horrible. <laughs> Notice I'm over this end of the table with, with They're Aaron. both, like, really far away from me. I wish I could. I'm actually going to take a picture of this. Well, she's got to keep the minorities away from her. I, I, you know, I've heard that. <laughs> I 
Our, that looked like a moment of genuine. <laughs> <laughs> listeners obviously didn't see that, but that was a I moment of genuine displeasure with Aaron. <laughs> she was like, "But I'm woke." <laughs> Don't. Oh my god! No, we all decided that we're too old to say that. Uh, Jason, as as the eldest in the room, yes. What words do you feel are too old for people our age to say? Oh God! Because um, we had I had Rick Emerson on yesterday, and we were talking about words and like, yeah. Because he was talking about woke. And then I was saying how I didn't know what I can't even say it because so it sounds so stupid coming out like yeet. Oh God! I see <laughs> now yeah. I, my kids say that all the time, and my wife is um, in the educational um, uh, system, so she um, she tr- tries to relate to kids and stuff, and so like she so she picks up first too. Yeah, right. So yeah. she she picks <laughs> up on um, on words like that. So she tries to say, it and it you know sounds really. Corny come from an old white lady. Um, and I call her old. She doesn't listen to this. Um, I'll be sure to tag her. But yeah, <laughs> please don't do that. Um, I'll be sure to tag you in my divorce uh, documentation. Um, but um, but he, that's not one that I I don't I don't even know what that means. I, I think it means like you it, it's hitting something. or something. I think it means, it means like a, I think I, I looked it up. It's like excited, like yeah. an excited oh, okay. utterance. Excited. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's that's one I, I it doesn't sound like a thing. Like that I don't I feel like saying. I can say anything anymore. Like yeah. any of the well, I don't know any of the. Cool I just got annoyed when Instagram went from the gram to the insta. <gasps> yeah, when everyone's like oh, insta. Yeah. I like the gram more. The gram makes more sense. Yeah, I, I just like it better. Yeah, the gram. Yeah, maybe we should just maybe that's what old people should call it. Yeah, maybe we should just say, like, Hey, did you do you follow me on my gram? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, don't ever do that. I will never do that. You know, it's funny you asked that question because I was thinking about this earlier. I, I don't mean to get like serious or anything, but um, yeah. you know, in terms of like things people should or shouldn't say, and I described our show as a people of color show. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people that that don't like that term. I'm not yeah. sure how Aaron, how you feel about it, care. but you know, I kind of I don't really love it. Um, I just try to use it situationally is mm-hmm. like, kind of like a, a catch-all but some people don't think it's like it's too broad or you know it's like you know um it, it apply make it apply to everyone and make it kind of fit under one thing but um what do you think the proper what would be the most comfortable terminology for you do you think um i don't know i think you know it's more important to focus on i think what people maybe don't want to be called <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, kind of where I that's call a too. very good way to put and it. if yeah. i use like if i'm talking to like a, a black person i say people of color and that person says like you know yeah. i kind of just you can just say black yeah. then i'll just do that yeah because yeah, i always shy away from black because even i was talking about killing other i'm like oh my african-american friend and then i'm like i don't know what i'm supposed like i don't know what's appropriate or not because sometimes when you hear people say like blacks or something that feels so gross and uh, aggressive right. like when you, especially when it comes out of the mouth of a shitty person and it's just like well, I don't know what is the proper but way. But see the thing is like you know an African American is is an interesting one because yeah. black people and I'll say black people we don't call ourselves African American mm-hmm. like you know like when right. you, how you describe Keelan I wouldn't describe Keelan that way. Yeah. You know um, and so I think for, for certain people um, it uh, it works for diff- you know different situations I guess mm. but for me there's like I've always felt like black is appropriate for me. Okay. And there, I feel like there's a power and strength in black. Yeah. You know, um, as opposed to uh, and I think some I, other terms. I just live in fear that I'm going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. That's just, I'm always well, terrified because if I say that and they're like, actually, look, I don't appreciate being called that. So. The reality is you guys have it tough these days. Yeah. <laughs> what, broadcasters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in general. Um, or just, um, it's so hard being white. Yeah. Well, oh, my yeah. God. So. Well, it's the worst. It's a whole other show. But um, <laughs> the one that threw me off, the thing right yeah. now as I'm seeing more of is the, uh, the BIPOC. Okay. And the first, because I was like. What is that? Well, when I first read it, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to come off really ignorant. But the first thing I thought was like, 
buy people of color? Right, that sounds right. really fun. Right. Yeah. I'll join that group. <laughs> and then I, saw, I, saw, and I finally asked someone who's really into lingo. I said, what does it mean? And she said, it means black and indigenous people of color. Because when you say people of color, that loops in a lot of, like, Asians. And they're like, there's different levels of, like, how minorities are treated. She's like, and often when you reference just people of color, they're kind of pushing out, like, black people and indigenous people because they're referencing something else. And I'm like, that's all very confusing. Hmm. That's It very also confusing. makes sense. I like my version better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think even with our show, you know, it's called Minority Retort. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a pun or whatever, but... I've never really even loved the the term minority, you know, and that's that's part of the reason why we chose the name um, is because, um, you know, the reputation that the city has and it, it's founded on real stuff, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, with the history of, uh, yeah. of uh, what this uh, this region is. Um, but saying like it's a minority and saying like, you know, we're the whitest city in America and, and all that stuff is it's almost like calling us minorities like our we live here but our our voice doesn't matter we're not making an impact you know and so that's kind of where minority retort came from you know all right um but uh i have to say your retort to being like basically said that that you're less significant or yeah yeah like it's like a joke like oh yeah it's it's how white it is here and stuff and it's like well i mean it is but you know there's people here that are doing like really you know important and impactful and amazing things um and so it's just an opportunity for us to to kind of highlight that stuff so um but I have to tell you guys uh, uh, something that happened to me. Like, I, I, you'll relate to this, I'm sure. But um, uh, it kind of made me realize, like, how um, white the city is. And I, I, I do know it. And I'm not talking about, you know, like, there's fire hoses and then, you know, dogs <laughs> and stuff. Like, you know, and, and you know, overt racism that happens. And that stuff stuff does happen. But um, but just like the, like, microaggressions. Just, just how a weird place this is to be a person of color sometimes so i was hosting this uh this new year's party um uh, a couple weeks ago obviously and um uh and <laughs> I, October wait. I was hosting yeah, yeah exactly yeah it was <laughs> we started the new year early um and it was like it was like maybe 150 people there Gee. whoa and, and where I was, were our invites uh, well, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair That's all right. I, I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> There's your answer. Aaron and I said that in unison. All right. Go ahead. Talk about um, your fancy party. <laughs> but, but I was there were 150 people there, and but I was the only black person. The definitely only black person. And I'm sure the only person of color there. But oh. one of the bands there was this band, and I don't mean to you know pick on them or anything because they were really good and, and everything but they were kind of like this hip-hop you know tribute band so they're like they were doing like all the you know the big hip-hop r&b hits from like the early 90s and stuff you know oh, like cool. they were doing like you know uh, at one point they did um hip-hop parade by um naughty by nature yeah you know uh-huh. um and um you know the hey ho you know and the, the call and response with the audience and everyone's waving their hands and stuff like they just don't care and um <laughs> at one point and the band's all white Okay. Oh, okay. And so, so the all white band at one point is saying to the all white, basically, I'm sure, um, audience, <laughs> at one point says, um, "Respect black women always" is one of the lines in in the song. Right. And there's no black women to be found, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the only black person there. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here going. What the fuck kind of place is this? <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. What is this? What was you the? Res- did anyone say anything? Were they like, yeah? Yeah, they were all, like, you know, yeah, respect yeah, yeah. black women always. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like we always do. You know. Yeah. Um, 
And it's just, so, it's just like, that's that kind of stuff. That seems kind of surreal. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And so that's kind of the, the thing that, you know, we can experience here, you know? It's yeah, like that, that every day <laughs> for us, basically. That's totally true, because other parts of the country, everyone would be like, well, actually, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how is yeah. this even happening right now? Yeah, yeah. So A whole white hip-hop group. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and, and uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah. But it was just, it was so just kind of a... It is weird, because you don't really... Like, you don't know you're feeling it until you're in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's usually you look around, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't <laughs> register. But, like, every once in a while, like, one of my white friends will go with me to, like, the Portland Mercado. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone there will be brown. And they'll look at me like, is that what it feels like for you all the time? I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what it feels like Welcome. all the time. They're like, yeah, it's really fucking weird. I'm like, yeah, yeah it is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just important to say, like, you know, for people like me, like me and Aaron and, 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 and Keelan and folks, I mean, th- this is our home. You know, we have, mm-hmm. like, obviously have roots here. And, you know, I love we, it we like being here, you know. But, um, you know, it just, it just gets a little weird sometimes. I mean, you know, the motto, of course, you know, keep Portland weird and stuff. But. It's a little weirder. <laughs> I would <for> imagine <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, like the three, like you guys and Keelan, you've all made your mark and you're making Portland more diverse and creative and amazing. And I'm happy to call you all friends. Yeah. Uh, long as we stay on the other side of the room. As long as you don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> You could be friends, but I mean, I could never date you. But don't touch me. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Oh. You guys are assholes. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. So anyway, yeah. um, go see Jason with yeah. his five-year anniversary of Minority Retort tonight. Yes. Starting at 8 p.m. at the Siren Theater. Please and come on congratulations. down. congratulations. And Aaron, yes. I was just talking to Aaron, so we just had our 10-year anniversary for Fun yes, Employment yes, Radio. congratulations on that. And Thank you. Have you. Chasing, congratulations. Yeah, you too. And five, yeah. and then Aaron has been doing Geek in the City for 15 years. 15 years. years. Awesome. Yeah, so we're increments well. of five, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. can I quickly mention, we also have another Please show on, on Sunday. Um, it's not Minority Retort. It's actually another show uh, that I put together for uh, another wonderful comedian visiting from Los Angeles named Neil Nanda. It's called Keeping It Neil. Um, <laughs> that's going to be... Uh, I love puns. And Neil Nanda is... He's an awesome comedian we've had on uh, Minority Retort uh, a bunch of times. So you've had him on before? Yeah, but this is his own showcase, um, and we got a great lineup of comedians on that one. That's uh, Sunday, also at the Siren Theater um, at uh, 8 p.m. Check that one out on Facebook. uh, All right, can people just find it by searching for his name? Yeah, Keeping It Neil or Neil Nanda. Yeah. I really wish I had, like, Sarah is such a blop name. Like, I wish it had, like, I could make a pun out of it. Keeping it Neil. Hmm. Oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to know what you would come up with. Actually, <laughs> it sounds like she. That's like, what she wanted. I know. I feel like Dylan's actually easier to play with. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love calling you guys <laughs> Nibs and Dill. Nibs and Dill. <laughs> nibs and Dill. It sounds like uh, something you might find in a snack food aisle. Yeah, like it was like it was freeze dried. Oh, like Dill Nibs. Yeah. Like Dill pickle. Like maybe like little Dill pickle oh, yeah, chips yeah, like, or something. Like um, like, uh, like like you're good for keto. Oh yeah, this could be a whole thing for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, friends. <laughs> that didn't sound genuine. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, well, before we go, we do have two birthdays. Do you guys want to help me wish a happy birthday to a couple sure. lovely ladies? Absolutely. The first one is for uh, Mrs. Janky. Uh, your husband, uh, Mr. Janky, a.k.a. Jason, just wrote in and said, uh, would you mind giving Mrs. Janky a birthday shout out on the show? She is very, very old. <laughs> oh, so good luck with that, Jason. <laughs> and happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. 
And then for birthday number two, it is the lovely Trina's birthday. Hey, tomorrow. Trina. Tomorrow. So happy, happy birthday, Trina. I will see you tomorrow. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Don't worry, that's all happy the birthdays. Happy birthday to <laughs> Anybody you. else have any birthdays they want to add in? Uh, no, all right. That's, you don't have to. It's okay. I mean, I do, but I'm gonna have to have to. She doesn't listen to the show. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> well, um, again, give me, uh, give me a breakdown of where people can find your stuff as I'm playing, as I'm trying to find the. Yeah. Um, closing out. Let's see. Well, and one, seamless. Once again, tonight at the Siren Theater at 8 p.m. Minority Retorts, and uh, keeping it Neil on Sunday, also at the Siren Theater. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Minority Retort and at Allow Jason to Retort, and uh, on Twitter at I Minority Retort, and on Facebook. You're all just everywhere. Place. Yeah, I'm just everywhere. all over the place. Well, you know. And Aaron is busy with his secret project, so he yeah. has a bunch of stuff in the works that he can't quite talk about, but it's in yeah, progress. I'm in that stage. Oh. The no, wheels are turning. You can tell me though, right? Not on mic. Oh, okay. But off mic. Can we get off mic so we can hear about this already? Uh, we have to wrap up the show first. Oh. God, you forgot about the asparagus woman. God damn it! Oh, what's Aaron? What? What? Was it my fault? Ah! Uh, all right. Well, we'll just have to. I don't know. We'll just never know. I guess. I'll send it to you. You can bring it up Monday. Okay. Well, I will give you full credit for it. It's a. It's a psychic woman who apparently makes her predictions with asparagus. Yeah, she's in. The, she calls herself <laughs> the asparagamancer. As- <laughs> <laughs> Just really she quick. apparently just has do a 90% this, success do this for, All right, we can't, I can't just stop that. Like, I can't do it now. I must know more. I don't think it's going to be that long, is I it? She just like, has more. asparagus. Yeah, we okay. need to know this. All right, here it goes. So, all right, so she's a fortune teller in the UK. Her name is uh, Gemma Packington. She lives in Bath upon Somerset. She lives in Bath. I've been to Bath. It's beautiful. So she, does, so she grows her own asparagus, and then she chops them, and she holds them together, and then she throws them in the air, and depending on where the spears land, it's how she interprets them to uh, determine what's going to happen. So apparently, two years ago, she predicted Brexit. Oh, She predicted boy. Theresa May. And apparently, as early as December of last year, she predicted that Harry and Meghan Merkel would leave the royal family and move to America. Wow. Like, on paper, she did it. Damn. And she's so she's, the, legi- she's a legit asparagus. She's in it here. I'm going to put a picture in the ta- check box. The chat box? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I am, if it'll fucking wake up. Shit. All right, so she throws it up and asks, like, is. yes or no? The picture in the text box is it's about to show up of her wow. in mid. No, it's not. Nothing All right. anymore. There we go. It's I got to give her a call. What, to ask for your pretty? What would you like her to figure out for you? Um, is it personal? Yeah, I probably okay. should say on All right, I understand. I got a lot of stuff to work out with her. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She oh, looks she like looks exactly, exactly the kind of person that, like I, that, yeah, that right. I need to plan my entire future around. I'm, we got to put your future in her hands. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a picture of that yeah. on the show. That should be the show opener. Yes, that should be the show opener. I know. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so she's, uh, has she made any new predictions? Uh, not yet. The, the biggest one has been – oh, no, she did. Uh, her newest big prediction is that um, – the trade war between the U.S. and China is going to heat up a little bit more, oh boy. and it's going to cause America to go into recession that is going to bring the global economy down. That's mm. her big prediction for 2020. So Uplifting. And she's got a 9% success rate, so we could be fucked. You know how to better the success rate than hers? Paul the Octopus. He was my favorite psychic he's dead. ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the dead, and then somebody like ate him. That was horrible. Well, what else are you going to do with him when they die? I bet he didn't see that coming. I said that just for that reaction. God, I wish this was video. 
Thank you, my beautiful idiot friends. <laughs> Love you. Aaron Duran, Geek in the City. Mm-hmm. Jason Lamb, Minority Retort. Hey-o! Me, Sarah Dillon. I'll be back on Monday. Ooh, I think it might be a snowpocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. All right, with Fun Employment Radio. Thank you guys for joining me. You're welcome. You're not, all right, oh, yeah. You. Yeah, <laughs> oh, all right, I guess. No. <laughs> that means you don't have to be polite. All right. <laughs>